0: Welcome to Common Ground with Bill Walton. Featuring conversations with leaders, entrepreneurs, artists, and thinkers. Fresh perspectives on money, culture,
1: politics, and human flourishing. Interesting people, interesting things.
2: I'm here today with George Gilder, my friend and founder of Discovery Institute. George is the author of many, many books, one of the leading thinkers of our era, his uh, influential books include Wealth and Poverty, uh, Knowledge and Power, and Scandal of Money. Uh, he also wrote a very important book called Life After Television, which predicted the Internet and also the smartphone. Uh, George is also a man who won the National Champion Hill Racing event a few years ago, although he said it was over 70. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I think you probably have <laughs> been a runner for a long time. Welcome,
0: George. Uh, well, great to be here, Bill as always.
2: Well, there's so many things we want to talk about. One of the things that's in the news right now, much on people's minds, is tax policy and the Republicans' plan. And, and uh, you're a longtime observer of the tax scene and policy. What do you think about where we are and, and uh, what, what's good about it and what's bad about it?
0: Well, I think it's just maddening that uh, both parties, uh, just this obsession with paying for tax cuts as soon as you agree that you got to pay for tax cuts, you deny that you need them. Uh, and you confess that uh, tax cutting is a matter of taking something from one tax group and giving it to another group of taxpayers. It's a zero-sum game. So, the fact is that, uh, if, uh, that all tax rate reductions... Uh, yield more revenue that 's why you do them uh, they spur economic growth and opportunity for everybody, and thus they yield just vastly more revenues in the long run than uh than uh high tax rates do so you it's,
2: so so you keep the cash in the productive private sector instead of the yeah, that's, of the government that's sector.
0: true you 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 uh join knowledge with power uh you uh uh, the, the, now, you made that
2: point in your book. I thought it was interesting, is that is that capital needs to be in the hands which best understand what to do with it. That's right. And so the tax regime ought to be able to leave capital with those who know how to create more capital, innovation, <laughs> you know, and change.
0: Who've already proven by previous uh, experience of successful investment that they can expand uh, wealth. That's uh, it's. Um, I I make the somewhat controversial assertion that a capitalist economy is not an incentive system, chiefly. Hmm. It's not a matter of carrots and sticks, luring people to do good things, uh, to avoid punishment and to gain various goodies. Will
2: you just describe the tax code? (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> it's
0: It's not an incentive system it's an information system and it's um, and the reason uh, uh uh Mark zuckerberg is worth fifty billion bucks or whatever it is uh is not that he needed fifty billion dollars to incentivize his activities at facebook right but because he's this Money is invested in Facebook, and it's governed by the knowledge that he has to uh, expand it and uh, thus open new opportunities. Uh, Incentive has nothing to do with it, really. Hmm. All all economies, of course, have incentive structures incorporated in them. But what makes capitalism special is that it's a knowledge and an information system And, and wealth is knowledge? That's how, what wealth is. Wealth you, is knowledge.
2: I, I, I totally agree. How, how have you thought about how you'd build a tax system to reflect the fact it's a knowledge-driven uh, system rather than an incentive-driven yeah, you system? you don't want
0: to, You you don't want to. <clears throat> you want the price signals issued by the tax system right. to guide, uh, correct entrepreneurial decisions that increase wealth, jobs, and opportunities for everyone. And uh, the best tax system is the one that least distorts investment decisions. Uh, so in instead of giving ways. credits for solar and, so, and solar, uh, the, or, best, or, yeah. the best tax is a flat tax. Right. And, uh, and the closer we get to a flat tax, the more revenues we'll get, the more knowledge will be generated, and thus the more opportunities will be opened. To everybody, well, but and that's why you want to cut tax rates. And, and but if you say you got to pay for the tax rates, you're implying that cutting tax rates costs the economy something, and it doesn't. Cutting tax rates does not cost the economy anything. It's it's not. Uh, it 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 uh, expands knowledge and spurs growth. I have and, An idea about and how, opens you could, how you, how you could bring
2: in pay for the tax cuts, you could cut spending. Well, I I don't want to even... don't even think about that. It has
0: nothing to do with that. Yeah. Spending, you've got to make the spending decisions, the best spending decisions you can make. uh, And and that's... uh, And obviously, you don't want to waste um, resources and spending. So you want to have the optimal spending program. But it has nothing to do... With the tax program, mm-hmm. with the optimal tax program, nothing uh, that the tax program is uh, you want to optimize and f- f- to uh, yield the most growth and the most revenue well, they... and 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 low a lot lower rates. Than we have today. Well, by uh, those
2: standards, this this tax cut we're talking about in the fall of 2017 is pretty small ball. I mean, in fact, we raise the taxes on wealthy individuals, I, 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 and uh, we narrow the tax base, and we add in more stuff like the child credit and family credit, and there's a lot more mm-hmm. junk and complexity tossed in there. Mm-hmm. So, by that standard, uh, this tax plan gets an F. From George Gilder?
0: I, I, I just, I mean, the only thing it's It's doing, okay to give low grades. We're, we're, we're not a, we're the, not a university the, the, where everybody the, gets an A. The <laughs> only purpose of it is to cut the corporate rate. The corporate rate okay. currently keeps several trillion dollars of profits overseas. I mean, we have one of the highest corporate rates in the world, if not the highest corporate rate of major economies. Well, the plan is so, good on that. So it takes, we,
2: it takes it from 35 percent to 20 percent.
0: Well, well, that that will bring back trillions of dollars from overseas if we do it. So we'll have a a large impact on the U.S. economy. What, what, what's your and, view?
2: What's your view about? I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but what's your view about where that trillion, th- three trillion, maybe some people think more. It's off offshore when it gets brought back in. What happens to that?
0: Uh, it it well, uh, it's it's held by companies like Google and Apple, and and uh, it will be uh, reinvested in various ways in the U.S. economy. It will become part of the core capital structure of the U.S. economy. It will, uh, and if it's accompanied by deregulation and other uh, urgently needed uh, plans. We we may have 5G, for example, Mm -hmm. which is this amazing transformation of wireless networks that's being planned today, uh, but which is in jeopardy because uh, the regulations of telecom are so oppressive that, that they've lowered the... Uh, market values market caps of mm-hmm. of infrastructure companies to the point that they won 't probably be able to uh, raise the three hundred billion dollars that 's going to be take to create 5 g which is a wireless internet infrastructure that runs at twenty gigabits a second that 's twenty billion bits a second that 's about a thousand times. Faster than the average broadband well, connection. What,
2: so then, your prediction is that that two or three trillion dollars can go towards building a 5G system. Yeah, Well, yep. oh, that'd be that'd be very good. What do you think about the immediate expensing uh, provision of it, where you can buy capital equipment and write that, it all off without depreciation? That's
0: that's fine. I mean, I it's uh, yeah. I I don't. Uh, it, in, I think it in general, it. Big, it, yeah. it, it you see the the corporate rates are so high that nobody can afford to really be profitable so so you get a company like Amazon that is immensely po- profitable yeah. intrinsically but uh confesses no profits uh you know it, it because of uh and and what this means is is these big companies get steadily bigger uh the stock market shrinks. You know, the stock market is only half the size it was 15 years ago. We have half as many public companies. Half as many public like, companies, like, like ten thousand um, down to five thousand. Yeah, yeah. And the SEC uh, regulated, which his assignment is to regulate IPOs, and the SEC has extinguished IPOs essentially for technology companies. So, so the big technology companies buy up their rivals. And uh, and invest uh, thirty billion dollars a month in their own shares, and thus steadily shrinking the stock market. Well, I'm a little, and, good, and I'm so little, we don't we don't have a stock well, market uh, boom. Uh, we have a shrinking. I, that's stock That's where market.
2: I'm a little worried about that. Those trillion dollars coming back in, they might just use it to buy their own stock, which is not going to be the stimulus that we really want. Yeah. The other thing about the corporate tax issue is that we've tried to recognize or they've tried to recognize in the plan the fact that most businesses are not corporations they're pass-throughs they're partnerships or or s-corps and they've tried to bring the tax rate down for those but then they've excluded enormous numbers of industries to try to not cause wall street lawyers to call them to declare themselves an s-corp and 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 pay lower taxes and so it's going to be a mess when they try to figure out how to really tax these pass-throughs and it it begs the question and i'm getting a long long question, why do we even have a corporate tax? Why don't we just pay taxes as individuals and have, have all corporations be a pass-through? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, the obvious reason is everybody's afraid to cut taxes for the rich. So uh, yeah. so therefore uh, you create this corporate veil that allows you to, uh, to have a, a tax system uh, without uh, constant uh, concerns with who benefits? Who loses? And and as soon as you get in that game, you you've gone. It's gone. The economy loses because uh, uh, it, tax if tax cuts aren't good for the economy, you shouldn't cut them. And as soon so if you say, if I cut tax rates, I got to pay for them some other way. Yeah. You confess that the tax cuts are bad for the economy. That's what you're saying, and. <laughs> And so you're really an opponent of tax cuts if you say you have to pay for them.
2: Well, I'm I'm in violent agreement with you. This okay. is uh, this is smart. Uh, let's talk about your book, Life After Google. This is the next one coming yeah. up, yeah. and from a man who predicted the internet and, and the smartphone and uh, so many other things. What is life after Google? I Where was young we... back then. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're still pretty young. Uh-huh. <laughs> but what what's the book about and where are we uh where are we with the uh with the publication I, I really don't well, know it's, what it's, it's about it's, I got a sense of it
0: it's the existing uh, architecture of the internet's bankrupt it's uh it can't uh, can't preserve anybody's personal information it can't keep a credit card number secret it so, it so, can't uh interoperate between the different uh um, walled gardens, Apple's walled garden, uh, Google's walled garden, <laughs> Facebook's walled garden, the Chinese communist government's walled garden, the Iranian mullah's walled garden. It's all a set of balkanized fragments.
2: So, and, and, so for those of us that don't understand, that, I've got a sense of it, but the architecture of the Internet is, is today. Could you do a, a quick, quick summary of what that looks like, where we've got... Servers or or uh, uh, well, uh, anyway, each, it, each the current has, architecture
0: yeah. is called cloud computing. Okay, and it 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 uh, consists of these gigantic data centers uh, with huge air conditioning equipment on their roofs to bear off the heat, implanted by hydroelectric dams and near glaciers to cool them off and and uh, near great rivers. And I think this cloud computing uh, regime, which has been lasted for 10 years or uh, 12, 13 years now, is obsolete, that uh, we're moving toward uh, dispersing the clouds and opening to sky computing on the blockchain, which is a major uh, development uh, in the industry, it's the, it's the most important breakthrough in the last since the internet itself.
2: You you sent me scurrying to the internet to figure out what blockchain is, and I've got an article here titled "What is Blockchain Technology: A Step-by-Step Guide for Beginners." Could no. you? Could well, a- they,
0: they, I I I think a step. The key thing is that it's is that it's a new security model that uh, ends this. A crazy uh, scheme where hundreds of millions of uh, credit card numbers and social security numbers and and mother's maiden names and favorite dogs and beloved songs (laughs) and uh, are all uh, constantly spewed across the world. And, and, uh, <laughs> and if, you can't, if you can't have security, you can't really have transactions.
2: You, so you, you wrote a brilliant uh, summary of this draft in your introduction to the <laughs> book, which I've had a chance to take a look at. It says, uh, before you read this book, please submit your username and password. We're concerned with your identity, cyber safety, and literary preferences. We want to serve you better. Please transcribe the tangle of case-sensitive capture letters in a box to prove that some, unlike some 30% of web addresses, you are not a bot. Sorry, your username and password does not match our records. Do you need help? If you wish to change your username, your password, or your security questions, please click on the URL we supplied. On and on, and this goes on for a couple of pages. It's oh. like my life. You know, <laughs> I, my wife Sarah is not yep. really a computer person. I say it's all really great, and then she gets onto it. And she yep. says, "What And now these, they want uh,
0: your your fingerprint and your face too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I can't wait. And, and <laughs> so, so the
2: so how does blockchain improve uh, that?
0: Blockchain. Uh, it takes all uh, all that out of the transaction, so you it, it changes the transaction to essentially a cash transaction, uh, which is uh, recorded in a ledger, uh, which is which is published all across the internet. Rather than having the record of transactions all Encrypted and put in some data center where it can be where a hacker can gain access to millions of personal data points. Instead, uh, you put the essentials of the transaction in a ledger and then you publish it all around the Internet. So all the nodes on the blockchain network all have this ledger. So you can't change anything. Or steal anything or copy anything without uh, attacking all the nodes mm. on the network. And if, this is the technology it, that Bitcoin. Has this built is on. the Bitcoin pioneered this technology, and now it's uh, been expanded to new applications like Ethereum, which is uh, actually solved the IPO problem. You know, it, Ethereum has conducted o- over a thousand. ICOs that's initial coin offerings or crypto asset o- offerings or whatever. So these
2: are for companies that can't, don't go public but they instead raise money through the Bitcoin. Yeah, you know, they've exchange? raised
0: they've raised uh, some 2.5 billion dollars in the last 6 months uh mm-hmm. thousands of these companies and uh they're pre-selling their go- various goods and services. And so they are not equity uh, distributions. They are token issues that mm-hmm. give the purchasers of these tokens the right to buy goods and services from the company when those goods and services have been created and developed. It's a, and and that was all made possible by the blockchain. So,
2: so this is like a this is like a, a pre-selling uh, revenue. A model yeah, model yeah, where yeah. You're basically buying the right to buy something in the future.
0: That's right. And the, but, however, there there have all sorts of devices been created that make it possible to convert one token into another token. There are thousands of them, so that uh, the tokens become increasingly liquid. So you, uh, who
2: who's behind this? There was somebody you mentioned. Uh, well, the, the, who's, the uh, new
0: Bill Gates of this. There are two people behind it, chiefly. One is called Satoshi, who is uh, probably a crazy Australian named Craig Wright, and uh, he he invented Bitcoin. And then Vitalik Buterin, who um, Peter Thiel lured out of college. Peter to Thiel, start the venture capitalist who founded
2: PayPal. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Peter Thiel. Uh, uh, ha- gives Teal fellowships to people who are willing to leave the universities behind and start companies. He thinks the universities are the new great sort of uh, oppressive cathedrals of the new era, and they should be. Uh, that sounds about right. Th- the, the best students <laughs> should be indoctrination centers and. And uh, Vitalik Buterin was a Russian who came to Canada, got lured out of Waterloo University in Canada, and and uh, violated all the principles of venture capital because he's making five changes at once. And venture capitalists, as you know, mm-hmm. don't like companies that make more than one major change in an industry. Right. Well, Vitalik was too young to know these rules. so. He was 17 when he started. And uh, he invented a new blockchain. He invented a new computer platform to implement what he calls smart contracts. And he invented, which are Mm -hmm. contracts implemented in software, he invented a software language called Solidum to actually implement the smart contracts. And then he invented a currency called Ether, to pay for them, and then he invented a valuation metric called gas, which is compute cycles, uh, to um, uh, establish a metric for valuation. So he he made five inventions at once. He launched them, and the result has been a 1,000 companies have taken advantage of this New platform, a thousand new innovative co- uh, companies and, and his platform have called, raised called two Ethe- uh, Ethereum. Ethereum, yeah, and they've raised two point five billion dollars, almost two five point five billion dollars so far. Is
2: Ethereum a public company or is it? No, a-
0: Ethereum is is a foundation, but oh, but ether, okay. but but ether, yeah, uh, the currency is is. Uh, is a currency that can be acquired, purchased. is a cryptocurrency like Bitcoin. It's it's, it's about it's the Ethereum is about half as valuable at the moment as Bitcoin is.
2: He's got he, he's written that bit blockchain solves the problem of manipulation. When I speak about it in the West, people say they trust Google, Facebook or their banks, but the rest of the world doesn't trust organization and corporations that much. And he means Africa, India, East Europe, or Russia. It's not about the places where people are really rich. Blockchain's opportunities are the highest in countries that haven't reached that level yet. Mm. Now, he says that people trust Google and Facebook. I think that's becoming less so mm. in America. I mean, what does this mm-hmm. do for the business models of the giants, Facebook, Google, well, Amazon? It
0: really, uh, one of the first successful ICOs was conducted by Brendan Eich, who was mm-hmm. was the founder of Mozilla and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one of the founders of Netscape and and uh, <clears throat> who wrote the JavaScript software language, which is the most widely used software language in the world today. So Brendan Eich launched the first uh, 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 I see one of the first ICOs and raised thirty six million dollars in a few hours and and uh, invented a new browser called the brave browser, which you all can download. Mm -hmm. And the brave browser gives your the gives takes back your attention so you you can uh, so. Uh, it makes Google or Facebook or any company that wants to advertise to you has to pay you. And uh, they pay (laughs) you in micropayments. And they're BAM tokens, uh, basic uh, BATs, actually, basic attention tokens. And uh, so it turns the tables on the big companies and makes them pay for your attention rather than uh, tricking you into uh, watching ads in exchange for uh, a search or uh, or a video.
2: What are the barriers to the, for, for this gaining widespread uh, use?
0: What are the? How how is this
2: going to roll out? I mean, this sounds it like is true-
0: rolling out. It's rolled out now. UK, uh, the Brave browser has been released. Uh, But it's it's one of hundreds of companies that are making this kind of change. All of them uh, restore uh, rather than the Internet today is a giant copying machine. Everything gets copied endlessly. So nothing so actual identities and property rights are necessarily slippery because because anything can be copied. What uh, all what the blockchain does is put your identity in an immutable database that you control, so that uh, you divulge parts of any part of your identity only to the extent that you want to, in order to uh, facilitate some transaction or to gain uh, some uh, web publication or whatever you want, uh, but. Uh, you regain control of your identity. Google doesn't control your identity. You control your identity. And that's the revolution that Valor Buterin's doing, a company I would call Blockstack is doing, that uh, Brendan Eich and Brave, the Brave browser, is doing.
2: So is Google trying to buy these companies now? Uh, the, I bet You know, they are. Google
0: is, is <laughs> perplexed. Yes. They have not... I bet they are all the investment bankers are lined up at their doorsteps saying, yeah,
2: "Let us buy you because this is, is going to be very disruptive
0: uh, it's tremendously disruptive and it's it's already has tremendous momentum, and uh Bitcoin has become a kind of new gold It's mm-hmm. a new global so, currency so,
2: so this this you know since i'm with the world's leading futurists, this means that we could end up with a new version of a gold standard which a lot of people think is the best standard for yeah, money, yep. Yeah. We deal with cybersecurity. We deal with the uh, the hassles of being on the Internet with all the personal information That's that you've right. got to deal with. And we change the business model That's of the right. Internet. Where all of a sudden, I've got to get paid for letting you show me yep. your... Uh, yep. your, your uh, and it
0: moves the, the rewards from uh, people who manipulate apps on the edge of the network and bring those back to the providers of the actual infrastructure and protocols and... Basic infrastructure that makes it possible for the internet to exist. Hmm. And today, uh, you know, a company like Google has uh, eight times its revenues in market cap. Apple and Facebook, uh, you know, they have twenty times their uh, revenues in market cap. And the companies that actually build the network which all these um, companies depend on, have uh, 1.5 times revenues. In other words, a tenth or less Hmm. of of the market cap per dollar of revenues. And uh, this is why I worry that 5G, which is the new wireless internet that all the Infrastructure companies are committed to build all the carriers, and uh, won't get built uh, because uh, it's going to cost some three hundred billion dollars, and and it's expensive for
2: them to raise capital, whereas for the other companies, it's virtually free money.
0: That's right. So, and I sort of hope that if the corporate tax rate can be. Very substantially reduced. This will help make a lot of this money will come back, and it will make its way into the huge uh, opportunities in five G. Otherwise, five G is going to be a a Chinese technology, or uh, uh,
2: so. So, if if Ethereum and and the related technologies take off, what's the world look like in five years?
0: uh, Well, I I think it's going to take. well, it's happened a lot faster than I expected already, but it, it's going to, it's, it's going to redistribute power uh, rather than having the internet being dominated by three companies, mm-hmm. essentially, a Trinet right. as uh, Andre Stoltz. Trinat? TriNet. It. trinet. Okay. It's Facebook, Amazon, and Google, Google. Yeah, essentially, yeah, yeah. each have their walled gardens, as they call them, where Where they serve their uh, capture and serve their own customers, and uh, we'll we'll go back. Hotel
2: California, you can check in, but you can never leave. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) Hotel California. (laughs) Uh, I want to change gears to talk about something. Um, You're in town. You're you're inside the Beltway as we speak, and Mm. we want to uh, talk about why you're here. And to do that, I'd like to introduce another guest. I'd like to introduce. Hans Haney, who is a senior fellow at Discovery Institute and is responsible for technology policy. And you all are here today to talk about some changes in the FCC uh, regimes. And uh, welcome, Hans, and uh want to give us a, a snapshot of what you're here for and what, we're, uh, what we can expect.
1: Thanks a lot. It's great to see you again. It's yeah. a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Well, George and I have been at the Federal Communications Commission. Back in 1996, Congress delegated some authority to the FCC to change its media ownership rules and for example it is um, currently illegal for a newspaper and a broadcast station to be jointly owned in the same market well in the past decade um, newspaper revenues have declined by more than half from forty nine billion dollars down to about eighteen billion dollars and newspapers have cut costs by reducing shrinking their newsrooms uh, the purpose of this rule initially was to prevent consolidation and promote viewpoint diversity. Well, now we have a situation. A prominent senator this week has proposed to regulate companies like Google and Facebook as public utilities in order to prevent hateful speech, propaganda during our elections, um, and fake news. Uh, I would argue that these are uh, all of these phenomena are evidence of. More viewpoint diversity than we've ever had before. (laughs) Now, now really, the urgent challenge is to protect journalism, local journalism. We call that localism. Um, Clearing away this rule would uh, enable broadcasters and publishers to cooperate with one another, to jointly invest, um, invest together in in, uh, conducting um, investigative journalism, for example, and using the results of that investigation on multiple platforms, in print, on the internet. Um, uh, over the air. Um, The fact is, the rule that we have now um, dates back to 1975, um, before we have the Internet. With Facebook today, um, with Twitter, with blogs, with podcasts, uh, you name it, um, there are more opportunities to share our personal opinions than there have ever been in the past. And so the FCC um, has the authority to do this. It could happen as early as next week. There are five members of the FCC. Three of them are Republican Uh, This proposal that I'm talking about was offered by Chairman Ajit Pai, um, who deserves enormous credit. This is very controversial, and it shouldn't be. The opposition is ideologically driven, Um, and um, so we were at the FCC to uh, promote the efforts of those commissioners. So so this would
2: would allow larger companies to invest in local media properties, and— I know a little bit about this. I'm a small investor in our, in our newspaper in Rappahannock County, Virginia. So I'm a I'm a minor media mogul myself, mm. and it's an extremely expensive process to develop local news. I mean, it's there's feet in the ground. It's not there it doesn't scale very well. Mm. So how do you how do you scale local news? How does how does being owned by somebody bigger help local news stand business, uh, or? Holding media properties, that are there are there are there technologies or or techniques that uh, would help these local papers?
1: Well, an investment. Um, I didn't
2: frame the question very well, but it's um. Well, I'm no, no, no. I, it's out. a good question. I, yeah,
1: the, the, I think the point here is that going forward, once this rule is cleared away, an investment that is made in local news gathering is an investment that will ha- have a higher return, because that news will be. Can be shared on multiple platforms. Mm-hmm.
0: And you could, you know, I, I can read my Berkshire, local Berkshire Eagle when I'm in San Francisco because it's on the net. Yeah. I mean, uh, potentially the internet can expand uh, and is expanding uh, the reach and exposure of local news and thus potentially the yield of local news. Well, we've- the reason the yield isn't rising is because of this very suboptimal aggregate and advertised regime that uh, tries to feed uh, the pigeons by feeding the horses uh which is uh <laughs> not, not
2: a very straightforward way to get which <laughs> is which is
0: google you, you know you pay google and google uh shows your um uh, yeah uh item and uh you may get some portion of the advertising revenue. But nobody wants to see the advertising. It's value-subtracted uh, advertising in general. So it doesn't pay very well. So you need more of it to support less actual news. So I believe that the blockchain and Bitcoin and Ether will allow micropayments, uh, hassle-free payments all across the internet and this is what brendan Ike is also engineering so that so that uh the link between the consumer of local no- news and the producer of local news is direct he pays for his his news to the news producer and uh and it doesn't get uh, diverted out into some advertising intermediary and and dissipated across the internet.
2: So we produced a story. We got a glimpse of this in the Rapahannock News. We have every week we have one or two stories we think might have national interest, and we had a story on snakes, poisonous snakes, in <laughs> uh, uh, on the side of our mountain, and it went viral, and it was seen by. I don't know, hundreds of thousands, maybe a couple million people, and we thought, gee, this is this is this is lightning in a bottle. How do we get more of this? Uh, uh, so did you get you, compensated what'd... for any of those views? That's where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we had a micropayment system, yeah, I mean, something that went would viral would have actually hit our yeah, our revenue stream. That's right, and that's so that's the point. I want to come back to where we are with the FCC, but I want to stick with micro payments for just a second because that's pretty exciting. How does that work? How micro or micro payments? If some, if, I, if be, I pick up a paper, if, I, if I'm looking at my screen, um, and it says I want to read the story on snakes, what happens?
0: Uh, it uh, you uh, when you click when regime. you click on it, yeah. Uh, their formula, uh, Brendan Ike has a formula whereby uh, the first click is worth a, a penny or a few pennies, and if you uh, and then there's a convex uh, curve uh, that uh, uh, you keep paying to read to the end of the story and uh, the they're, they're very it's so but, as but the user, total payment might be a dime. That's my yeah that's my point it's a yeah. very small number. Yeah. So as somebody which is impossible to do on credit cards and the, the existing yeah, the transaction uh, costs are yeah, enormous. Right. Yeah. So this is why having bitcoin as an internet currency yeah uh, eliminates yeah. all these costs of trusted third parties and credit card companies and and uh, security programs that uh, uh, give away millions of your credit card numbers. Um,
2: I have to ask I had a show in venture capital last week. How do I invest in these technologies
0: uh, you 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 buy uh, you've scrutinized these companies okay. there are a thousand right. of them. And and they all have interesting business propositions, and you buy their tokens. Or if you want to just bet in general on those thousand companies, you can buy Bitcoin or Ether. And uh, okay, and and Bitcoin is on the path to be the new gold, so it could indeed continue to appreciate a lot in the future. Well,
2: before I end the show, to go call my broker, um, I'm I'm joking, George. Let's come back to the FCC uh, and where we are with changing the local ownership rules. Is that something that they can do, or does it require congressional
1: action? Fortunately, it's something the commission can do on its own with, with a to single vote. Yeah, likely to do next week.
2: And when that happens, what changes occur?
1: You know, it's not clear what changes are going to be noticeable. The point of this is to give uh, these entrepreneurs in publishing and local news gathering— the freedom to experiment and, and to, you know, survive the transition period that they're in while they wait to supplement advertising and circulation with new sources of revenue, like micropayments. Mm -hmm. And so uh, the, the results may not be hugely noticeable. We're not, we're not sure yet. What we have seen is Jeff Bezos from Amazon rescued the wall, the Washington post. That was wonderful. Um, Aside from him, some of the most likely potential investors would be other players in mm. local news, and mm. that's pretty much broadcasting.
2: And you mentioned ideological opposition. Who who's opposed to this, and why?
1: You know, um, principally, uh, principally the opposition is from the Democratic Party on this, um, although it's not exclusively. Um, But I would just point out that during the previous administration, during the National Broadband Plan in 2010, the previous administration expressed great concern, cited enormous um, job losses in newsrooms that were occurring at that time. Some of the proposals that were actually considered were direct subsidy from from taxpayer revenues or relaxing our country's copyright laws, which protect um, inventors. Gee, those are really bad ideas. Those are bad Uh. ideas. (laughs) I mean, I mean what, what is
0: Reagan's uh, <laughs> oh, thing?
1: Yeah, Reagan, What what's the government's view of the economy? Um, if it moves, uh, tax it. If it continues moving, regulate it. If it stops moving, subsidize it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, thanks, guys. This has well, been a great show. I'm glad to have you a, on. And uh, George, final word?
0: Yeah, that was a great—I can't okay. beat that can't final talk word. That. <laughs> Quote the great man, Ronnie—
2: <laughs> <laughs> well George and Hans thank you see you again soon thank, thank you, you. Thanks. appreciate it so so much. thanks for joining us on Common Ground thanks for listening want more be sure to subscribe to Common Ground
0: with Bill Walton on iTunes